You're listening to XOXO After Darkcast, in which three editors talk romance novels, sex, pop culture, relationships, writing. And did we mention sex? Yeah! From the ladies behind XOXOAfterDark.com, because the best conversations happen after dark. Hi, it's Abby, and we're here with another episode of the XOXO After Darkcast. I am here in the studio with my lovely co-host, Kate. Hi. And our lovely guest co-host and producer, Diana. Hello. Um, Lauren is on vacation, so... So it'll be a quiet one today. It will be a quiet one today. You can turn your volume <laughs> up a little bit. Uh, as always, I She's urge She's going to listen to this and be like, you guys. We love you, Lauren. We miss you. <laughs> Bye. Um, and uh, we, I urge you to go check out xoxoafterdark.com for all sorts of goodies. Uh, we have... Actually, uh, today's post, so it's been up for a couple of days by the time you hear this, but mm-hmm. it's still worth a look back, is 11 hot guy Instagram feeds you need to be stalking. Uh, there were some excellent selections. That? that was uh, Sarah, the editorial oh, assistant. She, nice. had to, she, nice. did, she did a great job. Good. And it includes, of course, Hot Dudes Reading. Obviously. Of which is a great run-in to what our topic today is for this quickie, which is what we're reading. Reading. Yay. I just I mean, got it's back from vacation. Kind of so topic writ large. But. It is. Exactly. I was so excited um, to have a week off where all I had to do was read uh, books with covers. Oh, books with covers are the best. <laughs> it was very exciting. I read, and I know it's sort of old. I know Diana has already read it. I'm Sorry. not sure if Kate has. Uh, Dark Matter by Blake Crouch. I haven't, but I recommended it to someone, to a friend of mine. It's so What'd good. I loved it. It's such a fast read. Um, it's, without giving away spoilers, mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. Um, it's about a man, a physicist, who was sort of on track. He could have been sort of headed for greatness in his field Mm -hmm. and then life circumstances changed and he now lives a happy but one could say ordinary life with a wife and a son and one night he is abducted by an alternate him and essentially no you're not supposed to say that oh that's obvious from the beginning i don't think it's well okay do i have to back it up because it's clear how is do you it? say what the book is about? Did Abby, did you not know that? How far into it were you when you realized that? I don't much? remember, but, it's, it's in, but in the beginning, two. you don't, is it? Basically. Oh, I don't remember that. Okay. I okay. Think <laughs> well, Abby read it last week. Early. <laughs> yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> all right. Do we need to back all that up, do you think? That's fine. No. All right. Um, okay. The the vote has had it. We're going to leave it in. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, I don't really think it's a spoiler because it basically is chapter two. It's the inciting incident of the book. Okay. Which is ultimately, uh, I'll just say, about the multiverse. Okay. Which is a thing. Which mm-hmm. does not appeal to me. No, it didn't appeal to me either. I was like, I'm not a it sort of really seem like an multiverse kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it is ostensibly about the multiverse and it is really about love. Uh, aren't yeah. all books really about Fine, love? Like finding your way back to your one true love. Yes. Okay. Yes. Sounds and mm-hmm. about knowing but it's also about being self and about heavily selflessness. marketed to dudes, wouldn't you think? Uh, just because it's a male protagonist. They yeah. definitely, it's a male protagonist and they packaged it very sort of gender neutrally. Right. Yeah. Like they were clearly trying to walk the edge and not call it science fiction. Right. Right. But they and also weren't calling it one day no. meets. It doesn't feel like science fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's fiction that happens to talk about science. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, but it is a super fast read. Like, I had it with me on vacation and read it in about a day and a half and mm-hmm. then handed it off to my brother-in-law, who then also tore through it and literally just was like, all I wanted to do was sit and finish this book. That's awesome. And he handed it off to his wife. So um, That's we, so it was a good. Reefer, so That's it will, the best. 
I, you'll devour it and it's perfect for summer i think when i talked about it i said that i <coughs> couldn't sleep one night and i just sat i or i was in that in between phase where you're half asleep half awake and you're kind of dreaming mm-hmm. and i had a dream that i um that i was stuck in the multiverse and it really freaked me out <laughs> it is there's i mean it makes you think a little bit about mm-hmm. it and it's um kind of uncanny i have the infinite makes me anxious right? <laughs> as it does lots <laughs> and that happens in things like like I've been snorkeling and then you look down or you think about or I when I just Terror. went and saw like 47 meters down and just uh-huh. the thought of the sinking and right. the big nope. blue and nope. I was like <laughs> yeah. so there it is it has that great sort of tension to it actually right. I went to go see Dunkirk on Saturday Ooh. and I also panted through oh, the whole thing it was so scary great big ocean and great, well yeah it just it, it was like non-stop war zone i'm just not cut out for war yeah really what I learned. it's yeah. i just feel so bad all the time it's just like really, my gut like i'm just like my heart is just a wrench my heart rate my heart yeah. felt like it was pounding out of my chest right what um, are you reading dana i read two so i'll be really quick about one because it's not out yet i read your book that you're editing by the book oh i love that one um, it's super cute i finally got around to it because everyone in my department has already read it and <laughs> loved it um so it's basically about a woman well no you tell okay it. it's, i'm curious to hear how okay. you describe it uh, it's about a woman who is um, seeking tenure at her uh, college where she's working. She's a professor. And then in her old fiance becomes the president. So they've had a 10-year gap where they haven't spoken. Um, and so you find out, like, why they broke up. But what I really like is that he's Guatemalan. Guatemalan. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, so, and you don't see that a lot. Yeah. Really. So I really like Diana that. is Guatemalan. I feel we should say oh, yeah, it here. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm Guatemalan. Sure establish that. But yeah. <laughs> Heading there uh, in a week for my grandma's yeah. 90th birthday. Um, but I've yeah. never read a book with a Guatemalan hero. Me neither. And I really, I mean, it wasn't like heavy on the references, but it was just, I, it was nice to picture um, a love interest that was not a white, not a white male. Yeah. That's why I asked you that question about the tamales. Yeah. Right. Remember that? Yes. Yeah. Which um, I didn't know that they had tamales in Guatemala and I didn't know that they were different from different Mexican consistency. Tamales. So I would say the best. Um. <laughs> and Diana is perhaps leaving out or maybe getting to one additional hook for this book in addition to the lovely Guatemalan hero, which is. Oh, that it's persuasion. Yes. Modern Basically, day retelling of persuasion. Modern day retelling yeah. of persuasion. Which actually yes. I think is the, is like only the second thing I would mention about it. I would first yeah. mention the way you did. I, so. Yeah. I mean, I really, I really liked it. I liked, I liked her. I liked that. Um, a lot of things didn't need to be explained. You just kind of knew it, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, I hate when I, books explain things in too much. Too much. Like yeah. we get it. We've we've lived this. We don't, Often when we're we don't need line it. editing, Abby, wouldn't you say sometimes we just strike things because you're like you're just telling the reader what they already know. Right. So right. just cut, cut. I really oh, like yeah. that. Um, yeah. It felt fast paced, and there was a dog. And there's a dog. Yes. Really yeah. cute dog. Um, and then what I, but that's not out until that's much happy, later. Though. So I re- I really it. really enjoyed it. Um, it was a quick read. I read it in the weekend, and then I read What Alice Forgot by Leanne Moriarty. So I've never that. read that. So I've actually never read her before. I never read any old of hers. Or yeah, yeah, I think, and it's being turned into a movie. Mm. Um, oh. And I actually looked up the casting, and I can't remember who it is. Oh, I think Jennifer Aniston is. Yes. Being, oh, I love yes. her. Um, Alice, but it's so it's a woman who. Um, she falls while she's at a spin class and hits her head and wakes up and thinks she's turning 30 instead of turning 40. Oh, wow. So she loses 10 years of that her life. That is a bummer. No, um, or it's great. Well, not if, if you, you look think 40 and you think you're 30. Well, she looks amazing. Right. So well, she's well, she does. She, yeah. yeah. So she. I'm um, like, I'm no, this is younger style cheating. You know, <laughs> yeah. this is. She yeah. looks great because she's like 
40 is the new 30 and she's she going to spin, spin class, class. <laughs> yeah ah, so she talks about key. looking ba- like down at her body in the hospital and being like why is my stomach so flat and why do these clothes look amazing on me so she's basically a totally different person than who she thought she was at 30 and she hmm. realizes that she's going through a divorce Mer. um so she's not sure why so you end up finding out why she's going through mm-hmm. a divorce oh also she thinks she's still pregnant from her first <gasps> baby but oh, she actually has three babies oh, well three kids one's almost a teenager does she love them then um, so that's what's interesting is how she interacts with the kids and like how she doesn't know how to um, they are they're kind they're of keenly aware of what's happening right. and so they start to manipulate her a little bit <laughs> that's to like funny. let them eat ice cream and yeah. stay up all night and <laughs> like stuff we like always that. do this mom don't worry about yeah um, so yeah she kind of is not sure what to do and kids she it's it's this weird feeling of like do I love these kids like I don't even know I don't them even know I don't remember kids. carrying them right huh and especially um, if you're meeting a teenager right well, she's not quite a teenager, or, not but, a baby. Even, but like but she's you know, on the cusp. They've their personalities are so fully formed by right, right, nine ish, ten ish, right, whatever. Mid, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and I think part of it is you loved them when they were just defenseless right, infants, little babies, right. and then you just have to keep loving them because now you do. But if and you right. meet them at that age, sometimes they're just horrible, right? Correct. And right. what if you're like, uh, uh-uh, throw this one back? And the oldest one is maybe a little bit is the moodiest, mm-hmm. well, yeah. rightfully so. Yeah. So it's interesting to see how she deals with her, but um, and how she just like has that love for her husband, and now, but something has happened, and he and has such, and she has such like venom in his, oh no, in so the way he speaks to her, her. yeah. Oh, no. Um, and so it's told by three points of views, which uh, I could have done with that one, but um, oh. one is hers, one is her sister. Through, through letters to her therapist because mm-hmm. she's going through IVF. Oh, she hasn't been able to get pregnant, so she's mm-hmm. going through IVF. And then one is from her kind of pseudo-grandma who's writing to her deceased fiancé. So, like, mm, that's the one I would have cut. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it was a tad slow in the middle, but it was an interesting point of view that I'd mm-hmm. never read before, um, and I really enjoyed her, so I would Did it take place in Australia? Uh, yeah. Interesting. Uh, yes, yes. How did it compare to... At least the viewing experience of Big Little Lies, because um, I mean the music alone in that series is worth right. Yeah. I think Big it's different. Mm-hmm. I think Big Little Lies is a little bit fast, more fast pace, uh, and more happens. Mm-hmm. More characters. Yeah, right? there are more yeah. characters, which would explain why maybe that was her breakout because mm-hmm. it's just more right. plotty. And, Makes sense. Yeah, and this one is a little bit. It's a little slower. It's a little more in like the smaller interactions, but. More time does go by. I think it takes her a couple months. So, yeah, so she's dating a new guy, and then there's this one big thing that happens that you find out, and that, and so, and that is even crazier to think that you would forget because right, it's like, right. how do you forget such huge feelings? Um, right. But yeah, right. so I totally recommend it. I like it. It's funny because uh, still Alice, her name is Alice, and she also forgets things. Right. And then, that's funny. Um, was, I feel My like, therapist's name is Alice. I feel like we I got a book in. naming people Alice. I know. I feel like we got a book in that was oh, like, oh, go ask Alice. That was drug addiction. Right. Also, oh, why? yeah. Also a lie? What? Oh, yeah, that whole thing is a hoax. Wait, what? Go Ask Alice isn't real? Right. Oh, yeah, sorry. Not spoiler alert. It's just, yeah, no, it turned out that it wasn't real. When did like, you find this out? Is this like Million Little Pieces not real? Mm-hmm. Kind of. Yeah, Except it was for written by... young it was, teenagers. Yeah, you know it was, the book, right? It wasn't yeah. a... It was yeah. all fictional. Like, yeah, it oh was like gosh. Million Little Pieces. Yeah, because he made all that stuff up, too. Yeah. Well... I'm sorry. I don't know. I found it out because I saw, I guess, something after seeing the cover hanging in. I don't actually know how room. to respond. Like, I've I, never read it. So, but it's, I read it when I was a kid. Uh, yeah. But then again, I also read a book called Is Kissing a Girl Who Smokes Like Licking an Ashtray? That was a real middle grade that book. Sounds that sounds like I read. a Judy Bloom book somehow. It was like definitely on the low rent spinny shelf. Yeah. In sounds the like what your, your health teacher would recommend you. It was right? weird. I don't recommend it. I don't really remember what it was about. It was like a 
drama. I'm sure it was about not smoking. I, well, I, 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 I think it was about dating some, I think it was from a male perspective, dating like a bad girl. I don't oh. actually remember. I just remember the title because the title like blew my mind. Right. <laughs> because then it, I would think about looking at Ashtray. Of course. Yeah. I thought you were going to say smoke? something else. I'm I sorry. I don't smoke. No, it worked. It worked. Um, propaganda. Hashtag truth. Okay, so I. Uh, so I'm sorry about Go Ask Alice, but yes. yeah, I, I'm gonna try <laughs> to recover from that because I'm also currently reading. I just read. Um, I've read a bunch of things, but I read Lincoln and the Bardo, which I highly, highly recommend. Mm-hmm. It asks a lot of you as a reader, but I think it's a deeply human. George Saunders. George Saunders. Right. I've never read anything else by him. No, but everybody was rapturous over. Pastoral? Mm. No. something. 10th of December. Oh. But is he Wasn't also the one his... he did a search collection with like a deer on the front? I don't know. That okay. might have been kind of before I yeah. gained awareness of him. And I apparently just looked at the covers. So, so there you go. Yeah. Um, no, it was it was good. But what I'm... And then I read um, No One Is Coming to Save Us. Oh, Ooh. yeah. I've heard that. Which it was pitched as um, Southern Contemporary Great Gatsby from an African-American perspective. I had very high expectations going in and there are things, there were things that my editor brain kept thinking about and I know that I'm not really in the world of a pleasure read if my editor brain is like, oh, that's not the word maybe you should have used. It was skillfully done and I would actually recommend it to certain people depending on what they're looking for, but I wouldn't pitch it that way Mm because I think that set up too high of expectations. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be like a true retelling and it really wasn't. Yeah. Lots of compelling characters, like lots of really interesting observations about humanity, but not exactly Great Gatsby. Um, and then what I'm rereading now is a childhood favorite or an adolescent favorite. I'm rereading Les Miserables, <laughs> which is, I was talking to my mom last week and she was remembering when I read this book. Teenage Kate did not come to play. No, and, <laughs> and actually the, the story she had retold me, which I had kind of forgotten, was that so we had a list of reading to do over the summer, write a paper on for, I don't know, ninth or 10th grade, probably 10th grade. And I chose Les Mis. And when I came in <laughs> with my book, my teacher was like, you read the unabridged version? And I was like, you wanted us to read an abridged right. one? Like, that's monstrous. <laughs> There'd be whole portions that we would leave. So I spent, you know, a large portion of my break reading about, like, the Paris sewers, which I was enthralled by. <laughs> um, and so I'm revisiting it, and it's actually, it's the same copy. And it's, you know, a 1,500-page mass market paperback. It's like a brick. It's amazing. But I had gone in, I had underlined words I didn't understand to look up in the dictionary at home. And it's hilarious to me the things that I looked up because I know all those words and I I want, I don't remember a time before I knew that. Right. Um, so it must have been when I was reading this, but a lot of really interesting stuff. Can you remember a word, any of the words like, that you were like, how did I not know this? Or? Like, um, I'm trying to think. Don't of you like, have it with you? I do have it with me, actually. Uh, Oh man! Oh, that's a fat one. Yeah. All right. Woof. Do they, why would they do that in mass market? This is know. like the size of a Katz's deli sandwich. It's in it's hot pink. Focus. It's underlined in hot pink. It's underlined in hot pink, like seditious. Oh, I know mm-hmm. what that means, but I didn't. Um, the word squad. Oh. I didn't know what the word squad meant. Um, a lot of them have to do like a lot of them are like military. Military, like regicide. I didn't know what that meant. Provost, Hamlet. Fair. It's, it, but it's funny because like that must have been where I learned those. I also crossed out the chapters as I was reading it. Oh, which wow. is funny. And I translated some of the passages of like French songs and stuff, which I don't. I never did speak French, so I must have asked a friend mm. or 
I couldn't have used the internet. We must have no, had the internet, but it would have been dial-up at that point. So I don't know. Yeah. Google Translate did not exist. Google Translate Google did, not, did exist. not exist. But the funny thing about it, so I'm totally enjoying it. it obviously, mm-hmm. Mr. Victor Hugo was paid by the word, so there are a lot of words. But it's actually really resonant. It's There are passages on tyranny that are actively... All too timely. Yeah, actively timely. Um you know, kind of the interaction between men and women. It's obviously deeply of its time sexist, mm-hmm. um, but still very interesting and enthralling. And I am like skipping Netflix to read it. So that's saying something. Yeah. And the central question of, you know, punishment versus right. mercy. And right. A lot of that. A lot of that. Know. I think a lot of the passages about the penal system at the time would actually be applicable in our current American penal system. You should just start the- retweeting them and see if people start screaming about the Constitution. Well, I, what I, what I want to <laughs> do is just like, go up to people and be like, have you read this? Um, there's a lot in here for us, people. Right. But it seems like that no one's going to really like me that much if I do that. Um, so I'll let you know how it goes. This, it's uh, About this time last year, I was reading Harry Potter, and it feels like on that scope of just like how much time you have to be willing to spend with a book that is 1,500 pages long. Right. So the entire Harry Potter series equals Les Mis? I would say commi- time um, commitment. maybe not books six and seven. Maybe one through five would equal 1,500 words or 1,500 yeah. pages, you think? Yeah, because it's like 200, and then they start to get up into the 400s. Right. Yeah, and then it's like six. And then it's like yeah. six or 700, yeah. yeah. Um, no, but it's totally enjoyable and, and a weird experience to like have. Oh, my favorite word, palimpsest, is, uh, is underlined in here, and it feels like a palimpsest to be reading it again. Which okay, is that's a word that I think I know because I've seen it. I'm like, yeah, palimpsest. I don't, I don't know what that oh, is. Okay, Go ahead so and tell. It is <laughs> a palimpsest is when they when paper or vellum or papyrus was used to write on. It was very, very, very costly. So after they would write on it, they would scrape off the upper layer and write on it write on it again but you could still see kind of the ghosts of previous Um, words if you were to look you know you can kind of tell and so it's really the overlay of of written history one on top of the other in a layer and it's how I describe a lot of life in New York because you'll walk past a spot it's such a condensed Mm -hmm. space Mm -hmm. that after you've lived here a couple years you'll be like oh that's where I went on that terrible first date most of mine are that. Um, I like that, I like yeah, that it's, word. It's gone now. Not that. It's a wonderful thing. word and like a wonderful mental image. Right. That. Yes. Kind of the applies. The ghost of our past. Yeah. The ghost it, of your past. And specifically about writing and yeah. things, which I, of course, I'm a dork and like find. I always like those photos and... when they show you the old and the new. Mm-hmm. Like um, there's a blog that does it that just shows you old parts of New York and then it shows you the new. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. Um, yeah. So I'll let you know how it goes. But so far I'm on page 150. <laughs> Pretty so good. 10%, 10% in. <laughs> Half a regular book, and yeah. there's so much left. No, that's great. Excellent. I think we've done some good work here, ladies. Awesome. Made some new recommendations. Hope everyone out there is enjoying their own summer reading. Tell us in the comments what you're reading or what we should read next, or just. Yeah, we're actively a book taking suggestions. Love. We totally are. We yeah. need stuff to read. And um, it's we always want to hear uh, what book of your heart do you think everybody should be reading? So tell us in our comments. And uh, until then, please keep coming back to XOXOAfterDark.com. And remember that the best conversations happen Happen after after dark. dark.